That uh, Tom Nish type beat is I'm definitely feeling it. Well, hope you guys all had a good, good Christmas. Christmas is already over. We're approaching New Year's. We are literally just a week away. I'm telling you guys, time flies. Time is, oh man, time goes by real fast, man. But uh, well, anyways, here we are, right? Another day, another dollar. I don't know what you guys got for Christmas. I was not able to get much well because i'm not with my family so that makes perfect sense but i did have a good dinner i asked you guys um what you typically have for christmas dinner right because thanksgiving is turkeys and uh easter was fish whatever the whole thing and um well for for christmas i had lamb so that was really good it was it shrunk in size I, I think i did a pretty good job i had to make my own food um but it came out really really good had had it with some uh some cream corn mashed potatoes and some gravy and uh well it, it came out good i'd say i would definitely say that so anyways um it was a good christmas called my family called my dad his his birthday's on christmas so that's you know um uh, very interesting birthday to have right i always say the gift that keeps on giving because his birthday's on christmas so anyway spoke with him watched the football games Watched the basketball games and uh, enjoyed myself. I had Moscato, and uh, my friend, who has the same name that I do, which is really weird, is, is weird, um, told me to get rosé. So I got a bottle of rosé, and I wasn't the biggest fan. It, it, it's, it, it, it is sweet, right? I like sweet stuff. Right? Even when I get, get like, cocktails, uh, like, I get vodka and pineapple juice or something i always get or even when i go to like buffalo wild wings i get the fucking fruitiest drinks you can get because it's good I, I, I like to enjoy my drink i'm sorry for you beer drinkers you ale drinkers ipa drinkers you guys are disgusting <laughs> all right those those how do you guys do it i don't know okay um but i like fruity drinks so i the, the rosé it, it's it's fruity it has a good taste it's just it's just not as sweet as Moscato. Moscato's great. Moscato's like sparkling punch liquor. And I literally downed the whole bottle. That was great. And I was drunk. So anyways, good, good Christmas. That was my day. Hopefully you guys, uh, like I said, had a better, better Christmas as well. But uh, well, let's keep it pushing. Speaking of watching the games yesterday, it was the NBA games are great. There was a couple of football games that were great as well. Um, Knicks Hawks was a good game. Um, Kemba Walker did his thing. It's always good to see good players playing well. Yeah, that's why I definitely want to go to more NBA games next year. Now, if time permits, of course, uh, going to more NBA games. I'd love to see that. But that was a good game. Celtics-Bucks was another good game. Giannis literally took over the second half and beat the Celtics. Um, which the Celtics, they need, they're, that team is washed. They need to do something. They're, they're never going to win a chip. They, I just don't know what's wrong with them. Uh, the third game was the Suns and the Warriors, which was probably the second best game of the night. And I'm biased. You know I'm going to say LeBron and those guys were number one. But literally, the Suns-Warriors game was a great game. Um, they just ended up losing because uh, Steph Curry is just Steph Curry, and he just does Steph Curry things like, you know, pulling up threes and throwing alley-oops and behind-the-back passes. And he's, he's tough, man. I mean, um, they have one more game in the season. So I would love to see the Suns beat the Warriors and tie up that series 2-2. Two to two, But... I don't know, man. They did it without Jordan Poole. No, no Clay Thompson. No, uh, no Wiseman. I don't know how the Suns will beat them later in the year when they pay, play them again. I think it's in March. Uh, Lakers Nets, good game. Patty Mills literally. I, I think he has a vendetta against LeBron because he literally, he literally was. He went off. I think he had thirty-four. You know, what I mean, it was it was nuts. And it's like, why do why do you have thirty-four against LeBron? What what do you have against LeBron James? That you need to go so hard for, because James Harden didn't play that well, right? And, and neither did Westbrook. I don't even want to go there. Westbrook is, uh, you know, you know, uh, it's, it's. I think it's time. We we knocking on that door, Westbrook. I think it might be time to start talking about training you off the, off the Lakers. <laughs> that boy can't hit a jump shot to save his life. Um, uh, well. Lakers game was probably great, and I enjoyed it because LeBron dropped 39. He was doing LeBron things, brought those boys back, and they just couldn't close out. Patty Mills is a tough, tough player. 
um, and Westbrook boofed the dunk at the end. So that was that was unfortunate. And then the last game, I mean, it's the Jazz. Like, nobody really cares about the Jazz. I, I watched up to the third quarter, and um, it was it was kind of close game, but no Luka Doncic wasn't really that exciting. Wasn't as good as the the Knicks Hawks game, even though the Hawks didn't have Trey Young. Something about the Knicks is exciting. Jazz is just just jazz, man. I I don't know. It's an interesting day. Aaron Rodgers did his thing earlier in the day as well, and then the 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 uh, Cardinals uh, lost to the Colts, which is not expected. I thought the Cardinals would win, but anyways, just um, nonetheless, good game of good game of sports. So if you had yesterday off or you didn't watch any sports, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. It was it was a fantastic day. Um, had the little surround sound going on. Played some Call of Duty. It was a good day. Good day of sports. But, uh, yeah. I think college football is next week, or it might be the week after. Alabama, Georgia. Got a couple of good games. So, well, anyways, it was a good day of sports. So, uh, but yeah, Christmas. Christmas is over. And, uh, you know, one of the, I was reading a Christmas articles. So, my phone throws articles at me all day long, my emails and everything else. And they were talking about how. Christmas depression is a real thing, right? Let me see if I can go ahead and pull it up for you guys. Why do we get so depressed during the holidays, right? And they were talking about a major depressive disorder with a seasonal pattern, right? Every season, every Christmas season, people get depressed. And it, it, it can be seasonal. It's a lot of different things around it. But it was really funny because um, one of the big things that they said is a lot of people get into this depression because they're comparing their lives to other people. Which I think is um, true. I think it is true. A lot of your depression is because you're comparing what you have to other people. Right? You go on social medias and the Instagrams, and everybody is with their family and opening gifts and laughing and all that good stuff. And I mean, I I kind of felt that a little yesterday. You know, I miss my family when I was sitting here and uh, just not really enjoying myself the way I want. But uh, well, anyways, um, well, let me let me rephrase that. I had a good day. But I definitely do miss my family. So I would, we'll say that. Um, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not going on social media complaining and saying, "Oh, these people have this, these people have that." And you know, I mean, quite frankly, I know a few people whose family had COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they were still hanging around their family members. And um, hey, power to them. I'm. I'm. I'm glad I'm not in that situation. You know, my brother sent a text and he was saying, "If I hear one cough, I'm out of here." So I probably couldn't have gone anyways because I was definitely sick and they don't really know about it. Anyways, well, so with depression during the holidays, um, a lot of comparing. A lot of what it is, too, is that they say that it's a time of year that people want to bond. People want to make memories. Christmas is a holiday time. The end of the year is a time where people want to reflect on the memories of the year. And it didn't matter... Christmas could have been in July. I don't think it would have made a difference. It's just the fact that once you get to the end of the year, people want to recap on their year with the people they love. And I think that, you know, it's, we, we do this involuntarily. We do this because we're just human. We're, we're mammals. We're species. We, we need to bond with other people. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? And, you know, you want to look at photos, you want to talk about what you had in the year, you're reflecting on your good relationships, your bad relationships, all this good stuff. And so it's a really depressing time of year for people. And it just compounds by the fact that Christmas, which is a time of being with people you love, a lot of people don't have that. And so that's going to be my focal point for today. You see, the topic is define yourself. Um, I think it's really big, really, really big. And we need to go over this stuff and we need to be more, I won't say pragmatic about it, but we need to be aware of what's going on. Um, you know, one of the things is while everybody's enjoying themselves and are tweeting and having a good time, there are, there are a bunch of people out there that are not having a good time, that don't have gifts, that aren't as happy, that are struggling financially, all these different things. And, um, you know, dare I say, while some people go through these hurdles and these obstacles, um, because that was just the hand that they were dealt, which is very unfortunate. Um, but a lot of these people put themselves in the situation. And this is where defining yourself is going to be huge. It's going to be absolutely big because there are some people out there that could have a good Christmas, could have a good end of year, and they don't because they are putting themselves in situations where they can't enjoy themselves, you know? Um, the men out there who, you know, play games year-round and and you, you, you jerk people off and you screw people over and 
now you need now you need favors and gifts. Nobody wants to help you out. I've I've had a situation like that where you know this guy's he's you know they're talking about hey man let's make a potluck for this guy send him some money and it's like no I already got burnt once you know like George Bush you know fool me once shame on you fool me twice well you're never gonna fool me again right um, yeah we, we you put yourself in those situations and you know you got the um, there I say the other groups of people other men and women you know the people call other people pick knees and things like that and now they're opening Christmas gifts that they bought for themselves and taking pictures and. You know, social media has definitely done a toll on us. You know, we we live for these cameras. We live for the social media presence. We live for the approval of others. And it's so sad because, you know, while it is nice to have the approval of others, the validation of other people, you really don't always need it. You know, but we, we're, we're taught this. We crave this. We, we need it. It's like a drug. We got to have the approval of all these people. And it's just so, so, it's a little sad to say the least, but. Anywho, um, but yeah, people put themselves in these situations and at the end of the year, they cry about it. And next year it's, you know, a new me, new me, new boss, new bitch, new badass. You know, I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. I'm going to be better. And then we repeat the same cycle all over again. And it's, why do we do that? And that's what defining yourself today is going to be about defining yourself. Because the thing is, we are creatures of habits, humans. We are creatures of habit. We really think that we're free thinkers, but a lot of it is really not. A very few percentage of people are free thinkers. Most people are not as free thinkers as you think they are or as they think they are. They get their ideas from somewhere, from something. You're, you're not that free of a thinker, baby. You know, you, you're watching TV, you're getting ideas, you are picking up your ideas from somewhere. Shit, I mean, I am. I consider myself to be somewhat of a radical thinker. But I, I, I get my ideas from, from elsewhere from time to time. One thing I try not to do, however, is to be an echo chamber, right? I don't want to regurgitate everything as I hear it. I want to put my own spin on things. I want to have my own opinion, which is very important, uh, being a leader, right? But no, most people aren't like that, right? We, we, we crave this... Uh, we we crave a certain we we well I'm gonna move on well I'll get back to my idea I'm trying to formulate the the sentence to say it but but defining yourself right we're, we're creatures of habit we don't really get the ideas from ourselves we get it from other places we regurgitate the ideas. And then when the ideas don't really truly reflect us or we get these certain results, we're unhappy because it wasn't your idea to begin with. It's not really something you want. You're just doing it. You're living it because of what you heard. So we need to stop doing that. We need to define ourselves. Um, in this article, it talked about ways to, uh, to, to making sure you are happier during the holidays. Uh, one of the, the things that it says was make sure that your expectations are realistic which is big. You don't want to be too crazy out there planning shit that you know is not that good. Uh, practice saying no. And it's, it's funny because I was just talking about that on my last podcast, saying no. We have to learn to say no. You've got to learn to say no. You've got to learn to say no. You just, you just, you know, this learn to say no, okay? Um, don't slack on self-care. Limit external sources of holiday pleasure. Stop seeing other people enjoying the holidays if you know you're not. And then also talk to a professional. You know, those are the different things that they were going over. Um, you know, how to get over the Christmas blues, so to speak. So really sad, different things going on. But uh, so anyways, defining yourself. One thing that was really big, however, on social media that I thought was interesting was, um, you know, while most people are enjoying themselves, the people who are not enjoying themselves, typically it comes down to one or one of two things, really, that they don't have a partner or that they don't have a family, right? And if you have a family, you don't have a partner, you're upset. And if you have a partner but don't have a family, you're upset. Um, and it's, 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 it's enlightening. I, 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 use this, I use this as an enlightening method because, or an enlightening teaching moment, uh, because it, 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 it proves a point that at our very foundation we are social beings. We need to bond with someone. We need to, for 
court and, and, and have a legacy with someone. You know, my, my father, I called my father. Right? I told him his birthday is Christmas. I talked to him on Christmas. We were talking and, you know, he's telling me about his life and his day and everything else. And he finishes off the talk by saying, hey, you know, son, you're about to be 30. You know, where's your woman? You know, where's your family? Where's your kid? I hope you pick the right partner. You know, he's like, you don't understand how important that is. I, I fucked up. You know, I made kids when I shouldn't have made kids. Dealt with women who have kids who shouldn't have had kids. Blah, blah, blah. You, but you're but you're a smart guy. You've got a good thing going on for yourself. Don't fuck it up, right? And um, you know, he said one of the biggest things that he can change. You know, he he was he was crying a little bit. You know, sharing a little bit of an intimate moment about my myself and my family. Uh, he said he wished he would have been a better dad. And uh, you know, I thought I would have cried or felt bad hearing that. But you know, I've reached a point where I'm beyond all those things. You know, I I talk about certain things without emotion, not because I'm not emotional towards them, but because there's nothing I can do. It's beyond me now, right? It's above me now, right? Can't can't keep crying over certain situations and saying, you know, things should have been different, you know? Like, ah, my leg, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna, we're gonna let it go, right? You know, uh, mission failed, we'll get them next time. We'll get them next time, you know? We're just not the next time in this situation, but it's over, mission's failed, move on. It's over with, you know, and uh, but he was, you know, it's some people. That's how some people cope, and he was coping with it in his his own way. And you know, he just said he was glad to have a son, and I'm his only son, so uh, you know, carry the carry the last name, the legacy a little bit longer. I don't know if he's gonna live uh, long enough to see me have grandchildren. I would hope, you know. I mean, my my father grand my father's young, I and mean, he would be not that young of a grandfather. And I, I shouldn't even be talking like that, but I would love to have him have his grandson for me because technically uh wow you know his other children my step my half sisters i guess you'd call them have had children they're all girls so i'm assuming he would love to have another son uh somewhere down the line or grandson down the line so uh well that's the plan so to speak and um you know i i, I mean i've talked to him before and i've lectured him before about you know broken families and blended families and things like that and it's, it's the best it's, it's all we can do but anyways he was coaching me about you know sharing his, his his theory of you know making sure you pick the right person you know, like he said he could have had the right person the right time a few times in his life but he just didn't take it for whatever reason he doesn't know um but it's so funny to me how you know in times of despair if a, if a plane is crashing or if there's something going on we always want to clinch to those that we love and it could be your loved ones, it could be your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your the person sitting next to you. If there's a something going on, we clinch to others because that's who we are as people. We need to have that bond. We need to have that sort of interaction with other people. We need to have that experience with other people. Yet we don't do it. And it's it, it's interesting as to why we don't. And I, and, I, and I don't know why we don't do it, right? I, I can't figure it out, but... We should, you know, um, I know the last couple of episodes I have really been on single mothers and I've been on these broken families, but I mean, this is a prime reason why, and I'm not speaking of, of myself because I'm sharing my personal trauma because really, truly, I, I really don't feel bad about it now. I mean, at one point did I, did I feel bad about it? Maybe. Yeah, actually, I, I would say yes, I did, but I don't anymore. But I, I can see how it's affecting people around me, people that I don't know, and I see how it's affecting our, our society as a whole. That we do not have people around us who are happy because of the situation they've been put in, you know? And, you know, another statistic, another child that didn't grow up with their father, how is that gonna turn out, you know? Um, and that's why I wanna break that sort of cycle, I wanna break that sort of curse. I want to be in a situation where I can have a family with my person and make sure that those kids, because kids didn't have to be here. You know, that's the part that upsets me the most is that kids didn't have to be here. Two people who were very aware of what happens when you have sex unprotected and, you know, finish the deed, so to speak, you know that you're likely to have a baby. Two people decided to do that, have a baby, and not want to give that baby the best life. 
and we're seeing too much of that going on and it's affecting people and it's affecting everything. You know what I mean? And it, it, like I said, it's very sad and I, you know, we should really do our best to change it and break the cycle. Define yourself. You are not the sins of your father and your mother. You should not. You should not bear those sins. We should not be what other people around us want us to be. We should define ourselves. Now, we have a role, as I mentioned before. Everybody has a role. Not everybody can be the alpha. Not everybody can be the, the, the you know, the, the big macho, the big honcho, if you want to call it. We all got to have our role somewhere. But we can still define ourselves. We can still do our part. You can still manifest certain things into your life. Right. And so why define yourself in this episode for me is so big is because, you know, for a long time. We look at the things around us, we look at the people around us, the the, the neighborhoods and the, now social media. Now you know, it's, it's not even your neighborhood. It's around the world. We, we look at the things around us and we're always. Um, I, I'm not going to say in, it, it, I'm not going to call it competition. I'm going to call it envy, right? And I told you, we need competition. You should be competitive. You should want to look at somebody else and say, you know what? I'm happy that they got that. I need to be there too. But a lot of times we're not happy that someone's got that. We're looking at the situation as how do you have it? And I don't. And that, and that enviness, that, that part right there is what's going to kill us. Being envious. We're not defining ourselves we're not looking at our own lane and focus on what's on our plate we're trying to look at somebody else's plate and say you know well he got turkey and i got you know hot dogs for christmas why he got turkeys and i got hot dogs and instead of saying wow he's got turkey i want i want to be there i want to have turkey how how can i do that you know um you've got it you've got to you've got to define yourself you can't let Whatever situation you're in, define you. You have to do that for yourself, you know. Because like I said, I could be a statistic. I could say, oh, I'm another, you know, ch- uh, fatherless child and and grow up and 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 become, you know, a thug or a gangster and, and sell drugs and do different things like that. And I didn't, right? Uh, my mother, same aspect. She could have been a, you know, defined as a single mother, raising multiple kids and living off the government assistance and doing things like that. And she didn't, she bossed up, she did what she had to do and provided for us and gave us a great life. Um, you have to define yourself. Right. And by doing that, you're going to be able to have more control of your reality, more control over what you want in your life. And it's so important that we do that. Because again, it's so sad seeing these articles and seeing different people sad over Christmas. And really, it's not just seeing, hearing people. I mean, people texting me and telling me they have all these family problems during Christmas. And I'm like, family, Christmas is supposed to be a time of happiness. If your family's causing you that much pain, avoid them. You don't have to stay in a situation just because they're family. Sometimes family can be toxic. Avoid them, you know? You, but before you do, you got to self-heal. Maybe it's something that you're doing. And if it's nothing you're doing, then avoid them. Who cares? Just because your family don't mean shit. Make your own family, you know? And, and that's the part that's so, like I said, it's so frustrating and so sad to me to see all of these broken families. Because it's, it's, it's crazy to me. You know, people don't want commitment. People don't want to be in relationships. People don't want all these things. You know, they're afraid of marriage. They're afraid of all this stuff. But will commit to having a baby with an absolute stranger is someone that they hate and just ruin another generation of, of, of people out of being selfish, out of not making sound decision, out of whatever reason it is for them. And it's just disheartening and it sucks. So that's why the year of 2022, 2022 was a year of defining yourself, recreating yourself into something that you want to be, not worrying about what other people say you can be, you doing what you want to do, doing what you think is best for you. You don't have to rely on other people's opinions. And don't get me wrong, I'm human. I love when other people validate me. I love when I get the attention of other people. I absolutely love it. However, what I'm not going to do is let other people 
define me anymore. Is it nice to get praise from time to time? Absolutely. But am I going to let it make me who I am? Absolutely not. Bringing that up, you know, they were talking about um, Lil Durk, the rapper. Lil Durk just proposed to his uh, new girlfriend, India Oriel, or uh, what's with, I don't, I don't know. I don't know these new rappers, man. The, the Lil Durk proposed to India something. And, you know, you saw a lot of people commenting about it, and I really wanted to, to touch on that. Um, as compared to Sierra, who's famous, and Russell Wilson and their relationship, and really compare and contrast why we keep getting stuck in this situation because we keep letting people define us, right? And uh, where Lil Dirk came from, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Lil Dirk, again, I didn't know much about him, but uh, he's a rapper, okay? Um, came up from Chicago and uh, had, a, had a girlfriend. It was a white girlfriend. Wasn't the prettiest woman on the planet, I'll say that. <laughs> but, you know, that's just my take. Um, but they were happy. They had a child together. She used to take, give him money to go to the studio. He used to make rap songs, et cetera, et cetera. He ended up blowing up. He got big. Um, after he got big, you know, he started messing around with, you know, as, with, as you expect with most people who get that sort of fame and success. Started getting with the Instagram models and things like that. Broke up with her and uh, got with a new woman who was a little bit more prettier, say the least. Uh, and, you know, of course, people shredded him, specifically the women. You know? This is why you shouldn't build a man up. You need to go get you a man who's already established because when a man gets big, he's going to get exactly what he wants. So on and so forth. And you know what? To the ladies, I agree with them. I, I, I think that what Lil Durk did was wrong, right? But, you know, one thing that is really important, you know, there's a saying that money doesn't change people. It, do, it just reveals who they really are. It just brings out their real character. Another saying that I'm going to add to that is, you know, you are only as good as your options that you have that are available to you. So at the time, Lil Dirt, that wasn't the best thing for him because that's all he had at the time. And when he leveled up, he had better things that were available to him. And so, you know, is is he wrong? I would argue yes and, and no. I would argue yes, he's wrong because, yeah, he thought that was the love of his life at the time because that's all he had. He never thought he was going to get big. They were taking baby pictures. I mean, he loved her. I would give her that. But he, he once he got rich, he left her. And that's wrong. You know? Um uh, you know, I mean, he he definitely took care of her, and I I mean, from what I read, he gave her money, which cannot really replace you know a child on a bond and different things like that. I mean, she stuck by me when he was in jail. You know what I mean? Um, he, financially, he did what he could to reimburse her for for the different trauma he caused her, and while I'm sure you know. It's not the most ideal situation. From what I've seen, I mean, she has her IG. Um, I don't feel like dropping her name. Go, You can go look it up if you want. Her IG, she looks like she's living all right. She's doing, she's doing pretty well for herself. I'm not sure if she's dating anyone else. Um, but that's kind of, kind of the downside of being a single mother and also not necessarily being the most attractive person on the planet. But uh, average. She's an average woman, right? She's an average woman. I'll say that. Um, yeah, she's, you know, but they shredded him, and, and, and rightfully so. I agree. We should, we should shred this guy for what he did. But, you know, he proposed to this girl that he's with, and even this new girl that he's with went through a lot. You know, he was cheating on her. He was, you know, sleeping with other women. He was, you know, whatever, going to jail, got shot, all sorts of stuff. He finally proposed to her, and now they're getting married. And, of course, again, they shredded him again. You know, the guy's a cheater. Why do you want to be with them? Blah, 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 all this different other shit. And on the flip note, I want, to, I want to compare and contrast this to someone like, say, Sierra and Russell, Russell Wilson, you know, where Sierra, you know, she spent her whole 20s sleeping with bad boys, you know, uh, 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 50 Cent, Bow Wow, um, I don't know, Future, different things like that, even gave Future a baby, you know, which is, again, I still, I still can't wrap my mind around this, and I'm, I'm probably going to beat this horse to death, this dead horse is going to be beaten even more, I just don't, I cannot comprehend 
how in this day and age we are literally having unwanted pregnancies with all the information and technology. I just it just blows my fucking mind, but whatever. Um, but yeah, she 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 dated Future. She did all that sort of stuff, and then um, she got with Russell, and Russell married her and took her child on. And every woman's like, you know, yes, Queen, go Queen. You know, I want to be just like Sierra, and I want to live my life and have a guy, you know, love me and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And men are saying, on the other hand, well, no, Russell's a simp, and Sierra should have never done that in the first place. First of all, Future had like eight children already with eight different women. Why did you make yourself number nine? Niner, I should say that. Practice saying that's for my job. Anyways, why put yourself in that situation? Now, of course, she's she's fortunate that she found Russell, who took everything on about her and loves her, and they had three, four kids. Actually, I don't know how many more, but loves her absolutely i mean you can see in this expression with her right he's obsessed with this woman and i mean first of all sierra is sierra i think that's the first problem we need to get to you know little dirk is little dirk and sierra is sierra little dirk can get away with what he did because he's a little dirk right he's a rapper making millions of dollars a year sierra can get away with, with, with what she wants because she's sierra she's a fine ass woman to say the least and you can get away with it when you're that caliber of woman but the problem is most of most of the people who are commenting on the situation, I even use myself, we're not of that caliber. We can't be out here doing what they do because they're a different caliber of people. Now, Russell could have found any woman he really wanted in the world. He wanted Sierra. And you know what? He, to himself, he said, you know, I know she has a kid with another rapper that I'm going to have to see and hear about for the rest of my life, but I'm getting Sierra. I'll deal with it. And that works for him. And in Lil Durk's situation, the, the woman said, you know what? I know he's a cheater. I know he's this and that. But, yo, he comes home to me. He pays the bills. He takes care of me. He put a ring on my finger. He did all that other shit with all you other women. But he put the ring on my finger. I'm okay with that. Pick and choose what you want to do. I mean, you can't, you can't have it both ways. Do I think both situations are wrong? Absolutely. I would say Lil Durk and Sierra are both wrong. Uh, but it is what it is, right? What they did not do is they, they did not let other people define them. They make their situations work for themselves. Me personally, I wouldn't date Sierra. And then if I was a you know, if I was a woman, I wouldn't want a little dirt guy. I'm sure there's other better people, quality people out there, but nonetheless, that's just me. Right? But little Dirk and Sierra don't care. They did not let other people define them and they made their situations work for themselves. Now, there's kids involved in the mix. How those kids are gonna grow up and fair, I don't know. It can't be that good because blended families don't really work that well. Sorry to say. Um, but it's, it's just, you know, we have to do better. But I can say that as people, they're going to do the best for their mistakes and try to make up for it. You know, same thing with my, my, my own father. He tried to do as best as he can to make up for the situation that he created. And... You know, if it were, you know, for the, for the most part, I would like to say that, you know, minus the slight trauma I had growing up, I think I turned that all right. I think I'm doing pretty well for myself. I've got a little bit more that I need to accomplish. I've got a little bit more that I need to uh, do a little bit better on. But I'm pretty happy with where I'm at right now. I think I'm pretty, you know, I'm happy to say the least. Um, so I think it, it, it worked out, but it could have been better. You know what I mean? And who, who knows if it could have been? Cause Hey, some people grew up with both of their parents and their life's shitty. Um, but I'm not going to let any of those situations define me. I'm going to do what I want to do, create my own legacy and move forward. Right. And this is where this idea of, you know, manifestation, that, that sort of stuff comes into play. Do I think that all these people who are sad on this Christmas and sad in their lives and things like that, do I think that they want to be sad? No. But they are perpetuating their sadness in the situation by keeping their mindset in the situation that they're in. You can't let these things define you. You know, there's a girl that I'm, there's a girl that I'm talking to, you know, a single mother. <laughs> uh, friends, so to speak. She's a friend. We, we, we caught up. I hadn't talked to her in a couple of years. And she's one of the people that was telling me, you know, about her Christmas. Oh, I was horrible and all these things are horrible and our family. And it's just, it was like, it's so rough to hear that sort of stuff. Cause it's like, well, I know your life, you've been through a lot, but you, but, but you can't keep beating yourself up over those things. You know, I've got a homeboy, same thing. 
um, going through some rough times there, and I, I started calling my own boy. He owes me money, so we'll call him a client, an associate, so to speak. And <laughs> you know, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, and life sucks. I'm trying to get it together, and this and that. And you know, what's so funny is he was doing all this wallowing and kitty me bullshit, and didn't get anywhere. And the minute he starts saying that, hey, you know, I'm gonna do better for myself, and you know, I know I fucked up and started taking some accountability for his actions. That shit started to change for him. How remarkable is that? How crazy is it that once you start to take accountability and you start to look at yourself and go, you know what? Maybe I could have, you know, maybe I did fuck up. I'm not going to blame other people around me. I, I was just the asshole. How things change for you. But we don't always do it because it's hard. It is so hard to put yourself in front of the mirror and point out your flaws you ever just sat in the mirror one day and looked at yourself like like seriously like took like a minute two minutes just look at yourself no makeup fresh from washing your face just look at your face i ain't gonna lie some days i do that some days i'm like yo where the fuck did i get that pimple from bro look at my pores oh my god oh your eyes look all right Man, you gotta you gotta go and fucking you know your your, your teeth are pretty straight, but bro, you gotta get how do, how do those IG models get their teeth so white? I feel like a lot of them have veneers. I don't know, but I want to get my teeth really white. Okay, but it's so hard to take a, sit there and look in the mirror physically, let alone figuratively, and point out your flaws. It's hard. It hurts. You know, but you have to do it. How else are you gonna improve if you don't know what you need to work on? And that's a lot of the problem that we're having um, within ourselves, within our community, with everything that we have going on. You have to be able to acknowledge that, hey, I've got a problem. Horrifying, to say the least, but defining yourself. Well, what does that mean for me? And what does that mean for 2022? Well, before I go there, uh, I don't know if you guys are, uh, you know, into horoscopes or spiritual or anything like that. Um, but what does what does 2022 mean for you? And uh, what can it end up being? Well, I'm a Pisces. So I'm going to read a Pisces version of, uh, of, of 2022, what to expect. You can pull up any site and really do 2022. Uh, I think there is some sort of truth to this thing. So I guess that's where there's smoke, there's fire. Someone, some people didn't just come up with horoscopes out of nowhere and, and then they sh just make this shit out of their ass. There is some sort of validity to what they're saying. So you don't have to fully believe it, but I'm going to go ahead and read some, some things that are expected for Pisces moving forward for 2022. So if you're a Pisces like myself, here is what you can expect. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's the year of the tiger, right? If you're into uh, Chinese astrology, it's the year of the tiger. Okay, um, and we're going to go over that as well. Um, and I'm just going ahead and pulling up information. Okay, here we go. So 2022, what to expect for a Pisces? Well, it says here, you're an emotional water sign, but you're also a psychic sign of the zodiacs, the most psychic, right? It's hard having superpowers as a result. You get stuck in your head. You have anxiety take over. They really recommend taking up meditation or starting up therapy so you can lower your stress levels. Intuitively, it's hard not to be who we are as Pisces because typically we're so good at predicting what's, what will be around us. And actually, I, I truly believe that. Really good at reading people. Really good at uh, assessing the situation. Um, so, 2022. It says here, uh, let's see, 2022, uh, March 9th to March 27th will be the most communicative time of our year next year. We as Pisces love the people please, but it says here that, uh, it is your time to be honest and assertive with yourself and what you want. So that'll be the time that we do that the most. April 5th through May 2nd will be our uh, planet Venus will be entering us. So it talks about that's your time to, to, to find your love life, right? Um, you know, it says here in 2022, 
You'll be very charming, successful, and very cute, but you'll feel like you're striking out. But during this period of time, with your confidence and with your discipline, uh, you will stay true to yourself and you will start to find your partner. And if you already have a partner, tell your partner exactly what it is that you expect out of love. So you'll find better things moving forward. June 28th into December, we have Retrograde with Neptune, which is psyche, dreamy, illusions, or illusions, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, so basically it says here, you know, you'll be given the the options of many, but only one or two will be fruitful. So it seems during this, the set latter half of the year next year, plenty of opportunities will present themselves, but uh, to be very careful about what you're selecting, right? Um, very interesting, so to speak. It talks about here being that uh, 2022, being that Neptune would be in our in our retrograde for so long. Again, lots of illusions. Um, it will be a time where you will be presented with many of different uh, smoke smoke screens and mirrors in your life. So things will look good. With you know, basically the grass will look a lot green on the other side. But yeah, don't fall for it, so to speak, right? Um, you know, it does go ahead and go into detail. Keep your lovey-dovey attitude in check. 2022 will not necessarily be your year uh, for love. Actually, it says here for 2022, the biggest aspect will be your growth in finance or your growth in business. That's what they're predicting. Um, testing the money ocean, that's what they call it. So take it before you leave it. Uh, year of the tiger. Okay, uh, tiger in Chinese zodiac is a year of, how would you describe it? It is a year of health and strength, right? Uh, if you're in, and by the way, if you, year of the tiger also depends on what year you were born, right? So uh, 86, 98, 2010, 2022, 2034, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but tigers are typically brave, confident, healthy, strong. Think of think of like a Leo, right? If you if you know anything about Leos, they're like Leos. Um, but the main thing that they're talking about, 2022, um, they say in December will be a lucky time, 2022. And hopefully so, because we're definitely needed with all this COVID shit going on, people catching COVID. I mean, we don't definitely want COVID next year, but it will be, definitely be a, an exciting, lucky time for uh, people during that time in their life. So, um, but that's my horoscope. Pick it up, read it if you want. I like to touch on those things a little bit because again, I like to tune into um, spirituality, numerology, things like that. Like I said, those, I'm a believer that again, where there's smoke, there's fire. Nobody really just pulls things, pull things out of thin air, you know? And, and they say um, genius, you know, uh, People who are considered geniuses weren't always considered geniuses. They're, they're only geniuses when they've completed what they set out to accomplish, right? Edison was considered crazy. Now he's a genius. Uh, uh, Mozart was considered crazy. Now he's a genius. All these people who who do these incredible things. I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg was considered crazy at one point. Now, he, now he's a lot of as a genius. Elon, Elon Musk, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Tesla. Um, you know, it's funny. Um uh, Nikola Tesla, uh, you know, was, was lauded as a fucking madman, but he's, you know, he's considered a genius now, um, because they set out to, to do what they were going to do. They did not let other people define them. Right. And that's what this is about. Um, making your, your, your dreams and your reality come true, not letting other people define you, understanding that, you know, while it may seem impossible because no one's done it yet, while while things don't always make sense, there's sense of it somewhere, you know? There's another saying, the truth is stranger than fiction, right? We literally, as people, we literally, as people, can, can do so much, and we just choose not to 
because of everything that we're going on in our lives. And it's so sad. I mean, it, it's frustrating and it's sad to see nonetheless, but well, define yourself. How can we better define ourselves moving forward? Well, for me, 2022, I want to share a little bit what, what, what I have in plan for myself. I've done it before, but how can I be a better version of Ryan in 2022? Well, the first thing that I know that I have to do is better negotiate my surroundings. Literally, you know, not to say that I don't have good people around me, because I do, but I need to be challenged. And some of the people around me, while happy with their lives, are somewhat complacent. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're happy in your life, you're happy with your situation, you're happy with what you have, or even if they're not happy with it, they're not really striving to get to more in life, because Again, if somebody really wants to do something, you're going to do it. So if you're not striving to get more, it's because you're complacent, you're happy. And that's, I don't, I don't want to be there anymore. So one of the things that I'm going to do is to, to negotiate my surroundings a little more and get more, you know, drive from other people around me. You know, one of my friends, uh, one of my homeboys, he's talking about getting a home. I love hearing that, you know. I've only got two homeboys right now talking about buying a home. One actually went on and did it with his, new, with his girlfriend that he has been dating for the last year or so. So congrats to you uh but by excellent he's talking about getting a home but hey new york is too expensive i gotta get the fuck out of new york but i love hearing that stuff that stuff motivates me you know he's got a, he's got a girl he's got, he's got a girlfriend as well he's trying to get a new home he wants to, to to adjust his life in a positive way that's what i want more of i want to talk about how we can better our lives not what's shitty in it and why we keep getting stuck in this metal bullshit everybody has bullshit in their life some people have more, some people have less. But what's the use of always talking about it and what's the use of always bringing it up? Change it. Do something about it. Don't make excuses. That's literally where I am. I want to better negotiate my surroundings. The next thing that I really want to do in my life to make sure that I'm a better version of Ryan next year discipline and that's something that i'm not really that good at i'm consistent I, i'm accountable i hold myself accountable but i'm not really disciplined i don't do the things when i'm supposed to do them because i'm not disciplined enough to do them all right i want to be more disciplined i want to be more disciplined the only word i can think of disciplined to wake up each morning and know that I have to accomplish something to get to where I want to be. I want to be more disciplined. And I think by being disciplined, I'm going to negotiate my surroundings a little bit better, find more uh, positive energy, so to speak, more competitive energy, so to speak, more uh, prosperous energy, so to speak, more invigorating energy, so to speak, more inspiring energy, so to speak, and feed off of that. And become better. And I guess the third thing that I would do is making sure my needs are met. Approaching on 30, being 29 years old, you know, one thing I can definitely say is, you know, I, I enjoy helping and talking with people, for sure. And sometimes it becomes a little overbearing because I'm always into helping other people and assisting other people. But I'm, not, I'm never really making sure my needs are met and that I'm happy. And I'm getting what I want in life. And I think that's going to be another big aspect of me moving forward. No matter how much I say I'm not going to help somebody or I'm going to do my own thing, I am usually always find myself reverting back to wanting to help people and putting other people before me. And I think next year is the year that I'm going to make sure I continue to keep myself as a focal point, me and my needs and my desires and what I want to have accomplished. Because in the end of the day, if, I, if I'm broken down, how the hell can I help other people when I don't have help myself? And I'm, a, and I'm a stubborn person, and I'm a very private person. I don't like asking for help. I don't really let people know what's going on in my life. Hell, you, the listeners of, of this podcast, you guys know more about my situation with my father 
and my situation with my mother are the more people in my life that I that I know and speak with on a daily basis. I'm very private with my life. I don't really talk about what's going on in my life. So it's it's going to be very big, you know, uh, to focus on my wants and my needs and make sure I get what I want out of my life and stay driven. It's very important. And I think I will accomplish it, and I will. I know I will. Um, it's just a matter of staying committed and disciplined. I think that's another word, committed. Work on my commitment. I definitely want commitment next year. I definitely want commitment in the form of committing myself to my goals, my aspirations, and also committing myself in relationship. I think it'll be very beautiful to have next year and, and, and really start the idea of, of, you know, family and things like that. But it's not a rush, right? It will happen when it happens, but it is something that I want to, you know, hopefully experience and get through but uh well define yourself you know what you have to do don't let other people around you tell you what you should be or what you can be or what you are you do all of that for yourself you define yourself and then once you do that you will be competitive driven and you will start to feel happier with everything that you, you set out and you accomplish for yourself. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. Define yourself. But I hope you guys all enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week. I have a short week coming up because of New Year's, so I'll definitely keep you guys in tune. And uh, we're going to start off the new year in a good, in a good path, in a good mood. 2022. Feeling very, very optimistic about it. I love everything that's going on. And so I hope that you guys feel the same way. Let's get to it. Let's be let's let's prosper. You know, it's like the Twitter. If you use Twitter, have that crossword. The first three words you see are words that uh <laughs> that are gonna define your year. Well, uh Commitment, discipline, and prosper. I think those would be my three words if I ever had to see them. So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys here in a couple days, and you all stay easy and beautiful. And I'll see you guys soon. <laughs>